Welcome to this week's Art Hub show with me, Esme Goran. Each week we will be discussing a piece of artwork which is particularly visually enticing and coming up with a synesthetic playlist to please the first hour of the show. The second half of this Arts Hub show, we will be delving into some arts news, accompanied by Dominic. What's up? <laughs> so, if you haven't been on the Arts Hub show before, welcome. I welcome you with open arms. Sit back, relax, and delve into the multi-sensory, consuming world of the arts with me, Esme. So, as I said, the first half of this show is going to have an artwork of the week, and this week's artist is Edouard Voulard, who is a French painter from the early part of the 20th century. The painting we'll be looking at is... Pink Bedroom from 1910, which I discovered was going to A Taste for Impressionism, a fabulous exhibition going on in Edinburgh. I highly recommend going. So, to kick off this week's Arts Hub show, let's play God by Tori Amos. Yeah. 
kick off this week's Arts Hub show, that was Tori Amos, God, a very groovy tune in my opinion. Um, so this week is um, it's the 12th of November and we are discussing for the first half of this show, Edward Vuillard's Pink Bedroom from 1910. So who is Edward Vuillard? Well, he is often put underneath the umbrella term of post-impressionism although he was actually part of a group called the Nabbies. Um, the Nabbies were an interesting group of artists who aimed to paint um, artworks that weren't necessarily realistic. So, for example, the Impressionists, they were painting impressions, so it was still based on the outside world. The Nabbies wanted to pick up the techniques from the Impressionists, but instead of painting impressions of the outside world, paint um things that formed in the mind so paintings that showed what they were thinking and feeling so edward villard's pink bedroom i came across this painting in a taste of impressionism which was a very charming exhibition which is going on in edinburgh at the moment and i saw it and i thought it was just really quite beautiful and quaint and it's just, I think it also captures the, the mood of autumn slash winter. We are slowly seeping into the winter months. It gets very dark here, although it was quite warm today, so um, it's not quite chilly yet, but it's got a cosy feel about it, but also quite a summery feel. It's a bedroom, so you feel um, cocooned and safe when looking at it. I think it really replicates the safety and... Um, comfort you get from being in your room but also the bright sharp piercing light is quite um electrifying energizing i think so on that note we're gonna now listen to electronic renaissance by ben and sebastian because i do think this painting is quite electronic it seems to vibrate when you're looking at it so here we go electronic renaissance ben and sebastian
Electronic Renaissance by Bell and Sebastian from their first album, Tiger Milk. So if you've just tuned in, welcome to this week's Arts Hub show with me, Esme Goron. This week we are discussing Edward Vuillard with the artwork of the week, Pink Bedroom from 1910, or Le Chambre Rose if he wants the original title. So Edward Vuillard... He was part of a group called the Nabbies, um, but he was also under the umbrella term post-impressionism, which is a term coined by Roger Fry. Roger Fry believed that art should arouse the conviction of a new and definite reality, and that art should not seek to imitate form, but to create form, not to imitate life, but to find an equivalent for life a form of visual music, which is very fitting for this show, because I do think Edward Willard's Pink Bedroom from 1910 really transcends into the musical realm quite easily. If you look at the painting, it really does feel as though it's vibrating or moving, and the colours are so delicately chosen, a beautiful pink palette, pastels, creams, browns, all these colours feel as though they can mix up into a more multi-sensory form of art, and sound, song, anything audio <laughs> works quite nicely with it, I do think. Um, so Vuillard did like to paint interiors. He was very keen on the domestic world. Um, he was very inspired by Japanese ukiyo-e, the floating world, prints. So Japan opened up in 1853. They opened up with trade. And when they did so, loads and loads of um, woodblock prints, which were very popular, in Japan started flooding into Europe and this had a huge impression on particularly European artists. They would collect them, I mean Van Gogh was known to be an avid collector as was his brother Theo, um, Gauguin, you name it. Most of them were in that world collecting Japanese prints and undoubtedly so was Foulard. <laughs> and you can tell quite easily when looking at this painting, Pink Bedroom, from 1910, that he was very inspired by the Japanese print aesthetic. Their flat use of form, the sort of compressed composition, and very bold use of colour. I mean, if you look at the painting, there's almost no depth. It's all one flat space. It doesn't have any aerial perspective or any suggestion of 3D form, which is what the Western tradition liked to preach. But enough of that, time for another song. We're now gonna delve into the world of Jessica Pratt with Bushel Hyde.
Bushel Hide by Jessica Pratt. If you have just tuned in, hello, welcome to the Arts Hub show here at Fresh Air Radio. I am Esme Guron and uh, we are discussing Edward Vuillard's painting Pink Bedroom from 1910. So, Edward Vuillard, he liked to paint from memory. He was um, very much an emotional he was described as a hypersensitive character and would get very overwhelmed by um, the interior fabrics in his house and also the relations between people in his home he lived at home for a long time um, his father died when he was 15 so the house was very female dominated um, and he had interesting and complex relationships with his sisters and his mother in his house um, he would. He was known for even deliberately sparking conflicts and uh, arguments in order to arouse a feeling or an emotion in which he could capture and paint. He liked to paint things from memory and um, do it quite in a fluid way and um, do it sort of, you know, from the top of his head he liked to paint and depict these interiors and his mother was in fact a uh, she worked in fabrics and was a seamstress and owned uh, a business in which so the house was completely filled with fabrics and 
uh, a lot of his paintings are, are depicting these interior spaces and sort of showing this the more intimate world of, of early 20th century uh, female um, world in which people are living basically at home constantly and um, doing very domestic tasks. His paintings are almost sickly with pattern, uh, lots and lots of clashing images and clashing patterns. I remember looking at it and feeling almost slightly nauseous because of how intense and overwhelming his paintings can look because not only does he clash patterns he clashes colors very dramatically however i do think pink bedroom is slightly less intense he tended to go um towards darker uh, palettes but this one is very pastely and bright and pink and very soft. It's not as intense or visually sickening <laughs> as some of his other paintings. It's very calming, I'd say. And you can almost just about see a small figure of a girl in the corner of the room. His figures would very often um, not be the center focus of his paintings. They would blend and morph into the rest of the scene as if they were part of the wallpaper. And now I'm going to play Tickle Me Pink by Johnny Flynn. Sticks and sweets to buy. Pray for the people inside your head for the 
Tickle Me Pink by Johnny Flynn. A fitting song as we are discussing the artwork Pink Bedroom by Edward Voyard from 1910. If you have just tuned in, welcome to the Arts Hub show. We are talking about Edward Voyard's artwork Pink Bedroom for the first half of the show and then the second half of the show we'll delve into some arts news. So... Edward Fouillard, Pink Bedroom. What a gorgeous, charming little painting. Um, he was incredibly influenced um, by Japan and Japanese woodblock prints, which many artists in Paris at the time were. When Japan opened its borders for trade in 1853, these woodblock prints absolutely flooded Europe, particularly France, and Siegfried Bing, um, was one of the most avid collectors. He would go to Japan, bulk, buy or collect many Japanese objects and put on large grand shows in Paris and um, encourage people to look at these wonderful works. He even started his own magazine and Siegfried Bing put on a particular show in Paris in École de Beaux Arts in 1890. And it was this show, apparently, in which Vuillard um, was particularly uh, entered into this world of Japanese woodblock prints. But in Pink Bedroom, what I found rather curious, well, he, he would paint with a very thin wash on the canvas, so the canvas was pig had a pigment. This t uh, particular painting has a brown pigment on the canvas, and he would use that um, to carve out the forms and use the negative space. If you do Google or Bing or whatever search engine of choice this particular painting, Pink Bedroom 1910, um, you can tell quite easily anything on the painting that's a light brown colour is in fact the canvas and has no paint on at all. This was very unusual and even the Impressionists didn't do this. So he was quite a big innovator and by doing that the painting has an almost unfinished quality about it but it works and it is quite harmonious nonetheless. So what visual aspects did Vuillard use which were inspired by Japanese woodblock prints? Well negation of depth, his simplicity of forms, um, use of strongly contrasting colours, and in fact even just having faces turned away and drawn with just a few lines was also 
very common to Japanese prints. There is absolutely no attempt to create any perspective, um, and there is vegetal, floral, and geometric designs in the wallpaper, which is then swamped, and you may or may not notice the odd face hiding within it. His figures very often morph slash fall into the clutter of pattern which he creates in the wallpaper. And even the chairs, tables, objects, anything else, all just kind of gets dissolved by his immense use of pattern. Now, time for another song. This is Syncadus, a very interesting song by the band Tun Bruket, one of my absolute favourite innovative jazz bands, very experimental, and I'm choosing it because when I was listening to it, it did make me think of the experimental visuals of Edward Vuillard's Pink Bedroom. Here we go, Syncadus.
And that was Syncodus by Tom Bruket, a fab uh, experimental Swedish jazz band. And I urge anyone at home who hasn't listened to Tom Bruket to get on that, get on that bandwagon, specifically um, the album Evergreen. Hello, if you have just tuned in. This is the Arts Hub Show here at Fresh Air Radio with me, Esme Garon, and we are discussing the work of Edward Vuillard, the early 20th century uh, post-impressionist cross-nabby, cross-symbolist painter. So, the painting by Edward Vuillard we are, in which um, is guiding this synesthetic playlist for the first half of the show, is Pink Bedroom from 1910. I was particularly captured by this painting um, when I saw it in an exhibition which is running in Edinburgh right now called A Taste of Impressionism. I had never heard of this artist before and I was struck by his use of colour and pattern, so much so I almost felt slightly nauseous. He likes to mingle and blend really obscure patterns and colours and almost disintegrate his figures into the backgrounds and all these different elements are very inspired by Japanese woodblock prints, but also, in fact, he was the head of a group called the Nabbies, and they were very into Gauguin, and Gauguin was a huge Paul Gauguin, um, yeah, very, very huge fans of him, and he was their hero, almost, um, they loved the way he painted things from the mind. This is when art starts getting really interesting and juicing and people start painting their interior worlds for the world outside to see. And Vuillard was very much into that um, stream of, of working. Everything he did was very much linked to trying to portray his inner world, um, a whole new realm, a whole new galaxy which hadn't really been touched on before. The Western artistic tradition didn't value it quite as much, but interestingly, uh, Japanese art did. Um, particularly, it was highly valued to paint, or not paint, uh, create prints, these woodblock prints, um, not only to depict reality uh, and the scene that was going on, but also the artist's inner world and inner realm, which isn't necessarily valued in the Western artistic tradition. Uh, yeah, so rather revolutionary stuff, rather interesting. But time for another tune, and on the subject of inner worlds and new realms, let's play Parallelograms by Linda Perhax, a song which will most certainly transform and transcend you into a whole new space. Here we go.
Parallelogram by Linda Perhax from her album Parallelogram from 1970. The folk, uh, the uh, psychedelic folk slash rock folk album, which was a huge innovative thing that happened at the time. I think her album is absolutely exquisite, um, really, truly magical. And that went quite nicely with a discussion that we are having regarding Edward Vuillard, who painted from his inner world and his inner sanctum, so to say. <laughs> and that album very much, I think, is the same. And we're talking about the painting Pink Bedroom from 1910, which I think shares the softness and tranquility of that song. So, we are slowly reaching the end of the first half of this show. The first half is always going to be themed around an artwork of the week um, with a synesthetic playlist. And then the second half of the show is more funky. That's when things start getting a bit cool. We start discussing arts news, we make it a bit more broad, we just bring in whatever songs we're feeling, um, and it's just a little bit more little bit more hype so um this has been nice soothing relaxing you know edward of weard pink bedroom all very cozy and delicious and to finish off i'm gonna play pink panthrus's song pain um see what i did there pink yes 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 here we go Shouldn't be 
and that was Pain by Pink Panthers, my final song of choice to go with the first half of this show and our discussion surrounding Edward Vuillard's painting Pink Bedroom from 1910. Now, before we delve into the Arts Hub Bulletin, let's say a big, big welcome to Dominic. Hey, <laughs> How are you doing, boys? All right, how are you doing? Not too bad. I'd like to give a shout out to my boys, Mad Dog, <laughs> H-Bomb, T-Dog, and the twins. God bless them, yeah? Yeah, God bless, God bless. Um, oh, actually, I was going to just welcome you with a cheeky. Oh, right. Woo! Right. Guys, please, come on. I'm just a man. I'm a man for God's sake. Uh, give me a chance. <laughs> Okay, so what? So you you've been looking at this painting, right? I have. I've been studying it like it, like it's back of my hand. Yeah, I love it. So what song? What song sprung to mind? When you well, the themes of you know summer joy, you know spring yeah. joy even spring, any, um, any joy any kind of kind of not autumnal or it was definitely joy. not autumnal no. it just it, got, it was just cozy but something that reminded me of the uh the first bluebell of spring something kind of you know lit, lit a fire in my heart kind of sprightly and that song was everybody loves the sunshine yeah can't remember who the artist is but no, it's let, a me, let me just check that i think is it roy it is Day? it roy is roy Day. Day. Yeah, it's a good guy go. okay well before further ado, shall we? Let's dive in. Come let's, on. Let's do this. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Ah! There we go. Sorry, sorry about that. That was just a little blip. Yeah. Bit of Roy Fay. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Everybody loves the sunshine. 
song choice dude out of the song can't go wrong everybody loves the sunshine by roy ayers from 1976 mm. yeah. summer love summer love what a time what a time so this means we have delved out of the realm of the artwork of the week edward vuillard's pink bedroom from 1910 and we are entering a whole new realm the arts hub bulletin Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. Awesome. Okay, so when we're discussing the Arts Hub Bulletin, well, people keep throwing soup and it's a nuisance, but it's also, you know, what, what's happening there? It's, it's just. You can't go wrong with you, soup. You can't. Man. I mean, can't I like wrong. soup. It's great. But the soup and the art is becoming victim to this. Mm. And it's the oil. It's just the oil. And um, I mean, I first saw it, you know, London, tomato soup. But Mm. this week's soup of choice, potato. Nice. Can't go wrong. Potato and leek is a favorite of mine. Same. You can't go wrong. Especially on a nice, like, autumn day. Always. Nice bit of bread. Yeah, never have soup in the summer. That's just (laughs) morally wrong about that. That's, like, completely unsettling to me. Unless it's a fish soup. Yeah, I tell you to get out if you say shut it down, honestly. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so this week's soup of choice is potato. Mm. And the victim to this soup throwing incident is Vermeer's gold pearl earring. Oh, that's a that's brutal. I it, love that painting. It's such a good painting. It's banger. Um, if, if anyone's seen Centurions, you know what I'm talking about. Like that's this is like the, the like, <laughs> they steal this painting, and I don't know how they do it. Like I haven't actually seen that film. It's a banger. Oh. It's a banger. It's a it's a two thousands classic. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, but the painting is you know. it's it's subject. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that it got splattered. If by I that. was a bit actually ups- I mean, when it was when it was Van Gogh's. Mm. Um, Sunflower. I mean, he made like twelve of them, right? He made yeah. he made a lot of sunflowers. Plenty of sunflowers to go around. Yeah, but yeah. there's only one earring. Only one. There's only one, and that's 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 upsetting. But Brutal. um, yeah. So this was in Belgium, and mm. it was oh, it was quite recent. It was last it was last week, and um, it was a whole thing. You know, they were saying, oh, why are we destroying? Oh, you feel sad about mm. us destroying this art? But what about the planet? 
And yeah. I get it, you know? They raise a hell of a point. I mean, the plan is free. Oof. I mean, it's getting, I mean, it's November and it's what, 17 degrees? Yeah, it's a good, good temp. It's, it's a good temp, but it actually, it's, bad. it's, it's not good. Yeah, no. I mean, I want to feel cold again. I want to feel cold. It's meant to be jumper weather. Come on. You know? Um, yeah, but like, without further ado, let's just whack on some cool tune. Time for some little green bag, suggested mm. by the one and only. Dominic over there across Hell the table yeah. from me yeah Can't good go choice wrong. good choice oh, I must admit I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs it's a banger though you gotta okay. watch it it's I've one, been, of, one of Tarantino's really... best I've heard it's good yeah this is a banger from that sorry um, I heard it yeah well here we go let's hit it
Little Green Bag. Ooh. George Baker. Mm. Yeah, good good song, good choice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Always. So if you've just tuned in, welcome to the Arts Hub show, and we are now discussing the Arts Hub Bulletin, and we're um, talking about soup throwing currently. Big yeah, soup. Big soup. And the poor victim of this week's soup catastrophe was Pearl Earring, Vermeer. Mm. And um, this happened on the 3rd of November. And the, the Dutch court actually sent two, um, sent them both to prison. Yeah, Fair enough. For two months. So yeah, two months. What, is, what even is that? Two that months in prison? I mean... For like, I mean... What's, they're going to get in good shape. They're going to read a couple of books. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a sweet deal. I mean, come on. It should be slightly harsher, maybe. Yeah, no, come on. Or maybe not. I don't, is, is it that serious? That's what I want to talk. Is uh -huh. it that bad? I don't know. I mean, they have to do something. They can't just let them go. And yeah. it was quite... I mean, I feel bad that this... I found this quite amusing. Someone glued their head to it. That's too, that's too far. I mean, that's a bit. That's that's kind of like that's some like Vietnam. I know protest stuff going on right there. It's very dramatic. I um, mean, I guess climate change is as bad as the Vietnam War. So um, fair we're, enough. We're going down that hole. We're going down it. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah. So this is what they said. So they did did the stunt, um, and they said, "How do you feel when you see something beautiful and priceless being apparently destroyed before your eyes? Do you feel outraged? Good." Where is the feeling when you see the planet being destroyed before our very eyes? Quite powerful stuff, really. Yeah, but at the same time, kind of not. Because, I mean, it just depends if you like the art. That's you know the thing, mean? yeah. Like, if I don't, if I don't like, the, like the Earth, like, if I think nature is a bit overrated, I'm like, yeah. you know. I know, I yeah. mean, yeah, sure, let it, let it burn. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's not my, that's not my opinion. <laughs> so but, but I'm just saying, I, let I think... Let it burn, baby, burn. Yeah, some yeah. men just want to watch the world burn, but... <laughs> I think they, I mean, they make a valid point. Yeah, I mean, the, here's the main thing, right? Okay, yeah. the, when I first, when this, when this trend began, it started in, in London right. with, um, you know, National Gallery, mm -hmm. Van Gogh's Sunflowers. Right. I saw the video, I was outraged. Yeah. But I didn't realize that there was glass. Yeah. Do you think that's a game changer? I think it kind of equals a playing field out a bit, you know what I mean? I think it, it makes does. It kind of fun. Because no, nothing is nothing actually is being And to be fair, this has made me think more about just stop oil because it's happening so frequently, and. But at the same time, nothing's you, really happening because of it. You know, like it makes BP it isn't going. Oh, oh, oh we got, we got to do something now. That they just threw the soup on. You know, the and it makes it makes people see it as a bit of a joke. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a trend. It's, it's just it's another a trend. another TikTok trend. Yeah, you know, it's probably gonna get. I don't know, maybe a little bow wow out, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little bow wow can throw kind of saying, I know from the 90s, now it's a little bow wow. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it seems a bit of a gimmick now. Like, I feel like they should move it up. I think it should. It should increase the bid. Because it's not, know? it's not serious. It's, it's it, serious, it's, you know? But it makes it into a bit, it makes it comical. I don't know. It makes it comical. I don't know. See, I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm neither here nor there. Um, I'm not sure what to think. Yeah. That's brutal. It is. But um, on that note, let's let's listen to a bit of Georgie Fame. This Oof. is a guy. This is a song I've discovered this week. Never heard of the guy. Sounds like a. Uh, yeah, the song is yeah yeah. I'm not. I'm not like a. I'm not like much of a people person, but I'm a pretty good judge of character. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know if I trust this guy. Um, I think this guy's. I think you'll trust him. Maybe. It's knows? a good song. Uh -huh. Yeah, let's, 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 see let's whack this on. Let's see what happens. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, maybe. 
It's very chirpy. Every evening, when all my days work is through, I call my baby and ask her what's her with you. I met some movies, but she don't seem to be gay. And then she asks me, why don't I come to a flat and have some supper? And let the evening pass by, I'm making records. This has a groovy high five. I say, yeah, yeah. And that's what I say. I say, yeah, yeah. My baby loves me, she gets me feeling so fine She loves me, she makes me know that she's mine And when she kisses, I feel the fire get hot She never misses, she gives it all that she's got And when she asks me if everything is okay I got my answer, the only thing I can say I say yeah, yeah, that's what I say I say yeah, yeah We'll play a melody and turn the It's hard to tell you because I'm trembling so. But pretty baby, I want you off of my own. I'm ready to leave those others alone. No need to ask me if everything is okay. I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say yeah yeah. That's what I say. I say yeah yeah. That's what I say. Yeah yeah. It's hard to tell you because I'm trembling so. But pretty baby, I want you off of my own. I think I'm ready to leave those others alone. No need to ask me if everything is okay. I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say yeah yeah. And that's what I say. I say yeah yeah. And that's what I say. I say yeah yeah. And that's what I say. I say yeah was Yeah Yeah by Georgie Fame, a song I was pretty, I've just got pretty into this week. But um, we're talking about the soup throwing, mm. and I'm, I just think it's outrageous. <laughs> wow, that's a very, really switch sides there. Well, I'm not on sides. I'm trying to keep it the playing field level. But, I mean, obviously, I think the glass makes a massive difference. But, I mean, you're risking destroying mm. some of the best artworks I mean, this is history. They're destroying. Yeah. They're destroying history. At the same time, like, what's stopping me from doing that? You know what I mean? Well, like, it's so easy to do. Yeah. Like, it, exactly. and I do find art it. is replaceable. No, it's not. It could be. Art is yeah. not replaceable. It's history. So. Yeah, maybe. Controversial opinion, dude. Yeah. Controversy is fun. It is fun. It is fun. Um, yeah, I mean. I go to an exhibition and I look at the paintings and I'm sometimes, I like to you know really look up close to it so I can see the paint marks and some of them don't have glass. No. And it's like anyone could just do what they, could destroy that and it's, it's, it's dodgy. God knows the last time I went to a museum, uh, maybe it was T-Dogs, maybe in 16, I don't know, a long time ago, anyway. I feel like it's been, yeah. But maybe, maybe they should just start putting armed guards, I don't know. 
in well, front grand. of the nice pe- but that's, painting. So I, I was know. thinking that when I last went to an exhibition. Get a couple of get a couple of hellhounds, you know what I mean? A couple <laughs> of Alsatians. But it's like that's not what you want. That's not, it should, yeah. we shouldn't have to do that. It's like are we going to have to start doing bag checks before? Because yes. this is just going soup, to soup checks soup should be checks. mandatory. I'm thinking like are we not going to be allowed to bring in, you know? A sandwich to an exhibition in case we chuck it out. Depends. Painting depends if that sandwich can be thrown, can be used as a weapon. It can. It's just an. It's a nightmare. Or do you some kind of maybe? This is making people paranoid. I mean, anyone who's putting on exhibitions, any curator is going to be paranoid. Maybe a a brioche bread. Something I wouldn't want to throw away. Yeah, but brioche doesn't. It's less collateral damage. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't want to throw it because it's such a good bread. I w- yeah, I mean, exactly. res- I respect that. If it's that. like white bread or brown bread, yeah, that's getting thrown. I'll throw that. <laughs> Even if there wasn't a painting to throw out, I'd just throw it. A basic loaf. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Moist thrown bread. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it. I, I, yeah, respect. Oh, I don't know. I just think, it's not, it's like they're, because, okay, you, you throw the soup. Yeah. You know, it's tomato. That's right. got, that's high pigmented. Sure. Um, you're destroying the frame. frames can be replaced come on but they're historic as well they're historic objects with with value not necessarily money value but historic value everything has historic value everything that's existed has got I I have historic value in a couple of years you know yeah you know people can throw stuff at me I don't care (laughs) yeah maybe I'll catch it throw it back you know see if they they like that yeah but paintings can't do that they don't have they don't have that they don't have that um, capability maybe maybe in the future they can't defend (laughs) themselves and the artists are gone that's why we need that's why we need you know a couple of hellhounds a couple I know dogs of war but I just it's a shame because they're going to start okay I can just imagine I go to an exhibition I'm I'm, you know ready for a nice you know day out chill vibes Mm -hmm. and then you have to go through a metal detector yeah I mean that's going to happen I think this is going to happen now no? yeah yeah but I mean put the soup in some Tupperware that'll get through won't it? Yeah. It'd be harder to throw because not in a can form, but... I think it's just going to make everyone really paranoid. I mean, yeah. I, I get it to some degree yeah. with the glass and everything. Right. You know, but Vermeer's pearl earring, which was the victim of this week's soup-throwing incident, yeah. um, you know... Damn shame. It is a damn R. shame. R.I.P. Big L, rest in peace. Although she did she did go back up the next day. There, there was no, there was yeah, no back damage. Back up, back up again. Come on. Whee. You know, it's... She takes yeah. a can of soup to the face. She goes and right she back up. And she comes back up, up literally. Comes next. up smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it's the, kind of a... It's not really a smile. It's, it's kind of like a cheeky it's, glance. It's a bit of a... Yeah, it's a it's cheeky oh, it's glance. It's kind of over the shoulder. Kind of like, oh, okay. It's like, oh... You're here. Oh. Yeah. bit arrogant. It's a bit like... No, I don't think so. I think it's a... Oh. Oh, you know? Oh, you're looking at me. I don't know. I don't know what she wants, but I can tell. Something, I don't know. Something bad. Nah, it's... Oh, she's planning. She's scheming. She's scheming. She's scheming. Yeah. She looks like a schemer. I can, I can spot a schemer in my way. She's dangerous. <clears throat> Scandalous, dare I say. Yeah. Um, yeah, on that note, I think it's time to play another song. I've been really obsessed with the song <laughs> Wet Dream by Wet Leg. Come on, I thought this was a decent show with standards. Come on. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't, but it sounds I heard it for the first terrible. time. I've heard it for the first time this no week. No disrespect to the, the artist, but come on. It's a bad... It, Choose a better it's, name. It's come interesting, on, have some class. But it's kind of cool. People have kids, yeah. you know? But here we oh, go, yeah. here we go. Wet leg by wet... Wet dream by wet leg. Disgraceful. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. There we go. This is the YouTube version, so there's a little bit of cricketing at the beginning. Yeah. Don't mind the crickets. No, I don't mind the crickets. 
Dada. Dada. It's the YouTube version. It's loading. Here we go. Do you hear the crickets? I hear some crickets. There we go. Dream by Wet Leg. Terrible name. Come on. <laughs> I really like that song. Yeah, you could like the song, but don't say I the know. name. Come oh, on. Respect. Name redacted, more like. Come on. Mm. Okay, so we've actually reached the end of the soup throwing discussion. Nice Woo! Oh yeah. See ya. We want to be ya. We're now entering a whole new realm, and we're entering the realm of Princess Diana's handcast. The very same. Now, this is bizarre. I was looking through some arts news, and a life-sized cast of Princess Diana's hand is going for auction. It's weird. It's creepy. I don't like it. (laughs) I was going to say, is it endearing and heartfelt, or is it creepy? I don't... I mean, even if she was alive, like, oh yeah, let me just... Even if, yeah, if someone came up to me and was like, oh, bro, can I get a model of your hand? Like, no. Like, who are you? Like, It's a on. bit strange, I think. And someone someone dropped 40 grand on this hand. Like, what are you going to use this hand for? 40 grand. 40,000. But think about this. 40,000 grand. That's 400, that's 4 million pesos, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know what the markup is, but Mexican listeners, Mexican listeners, check me up on that. Yeah. It's 40,000 pounds, 4 million pesos. Who knows? Yeah, but... um. <laughs> No, like, I was thinking, surely it should go to her children, no? <laughs> I think it should be thrown in the fire. 
It's an abomination. It's but it's kind of I want one yeah. Month. Sure, it might at first oh, be like oh that's weird. that's a little bit weird, but also yeah. it's kind of like it's not even a bust heart, of a face. It's kind of heartfelt. It's kind of sweet. It's a bit of a hand. It could be it's any woman's hand. You know, it's hers. It's, it's just like a it's a dainty hand with a ring on it. it could be my hand. But yeah, you do have. I'm incredibly dainty. I have my mother's hands. So let me know. Incredibly dainty. But, Feminine hands. But also, not ashamed of that. I wear it like a badge of armor. But um. It's quite special, hands, right? It's quite special to have, you know, yeah, to, no, to have Charles. someone's hand. Well, King Charles. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, there oh, you go. Sorry, guys. You know, he got egged the other day. Yeah. Or attempted. Blasted, dude. He, but he commands no respect. You know, but anyway, we're going down a different avenue now. Yeah. We well, this is a this is a, this is a talk show. We can do anything. Come on. <laughs> we can go in any direction. Exactly. Come on. But it's expected, yeah, so it was expected to go up for sale last Tuesday, and it went under the hammer, and they were estimating what that it mean? would be... What does it mean, oh, under the hammer, like an auction? Yeah, auction. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm not affiliated with uh, auction terms. Under the hammer, under the hammer. Yeah, okay. Sure. Um, yeah, 40,000 was the predicted amount. I'm not sure how much it's actually been sold. Um, I might just quickly check that out next time when the next song's playing. Yeah. I'm kind of intrigued, but um, it's a plaster cast. Right. She's got her wedding ring on. It's not her wedding ring. It's just like a. Is it? I mean, they're probably. I'm always surprised. They're bullet another. Well, the cast was um, made in 1985. Oh. Yeah. 85. 1985. So she was very young. Still alive. It's yeah. Weird. No. Yeah. It was. It was done when she did it when she was alive. It Jeez. wasn't when she was. I mean, if she was dead, I think. I think. I think it's weirder if they did it when she was dead. No. I mean, it's weird in both cases. It's a strange. But not necessarily. It's not that weird. People it's make people weird. make sculptures of people. Yeah, but they're like their face. Mm. You know, like a bust. Sure, I'd buy a bust of like I don't know. But I would. I'd find John that creepier. I think a hand is kind of. It's kind of special. Because people can, and it's very, very good. It's very realistic. Yeah. It's really quite cool. Um, um. And someone um said, you know, wonderful presence. It's um the sculpture died. Just after he made it, as yeah. Well. Um, and it's her, it's her left hand, and um, it was made in Paris, and yeah, it's gone for auction. So, but I mean, there's, there's I mean, Diana was a cult figure. She she's got some die-hard fans. Yeah, I mean, it's just a bit it'll, obsessive, it'll, isn't it? It, it, it woman, is. It's kind know. of idealizing or romanticizing. <laughs> Like, sure, you can romanticize, you know, kings and queens back in the day when they did cool stuff, you know what I mean? When they, like, you know, they defeated, you know, Viking armies. And like, that's, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. I, like, sure, you know, I'd support his claim. So do you think it's, so she's overly, just, she's overly... They just sit around and they kind of look pretty and they you wave. the monarchy is losing its, its... I mean, I, 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 I refrain to answer on this, you know, I don't want to start any, you know, riots in the streets. Um, Are you not... But, well, I'm, 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 I'm not going to... Are you an anti-monarchist? No, I'm not going to say that. I, I, you like the royal family? I think it started out as a good idea. You know, sweet dude on the top. You know, you know, sweet dude, come on. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, they stopped fighting in battle. And then after that point, it kind of fell It's more just there out of tradition. Like, I mean, yeah, true. What even is English tradition? Like, it's a it's construct. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what? You know... <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know. So you think it's a, you think it's it's it's, it's not. Um, well, that's pointless. It, she's not worth. Maybe to be Debbie Downer right here. Yeah, but, yeah, but to, to, you think it's overhype. 
Yeah. Overkill. Give me, you know, give me, give me the hand of, I don't know, give me the cast hand of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, at least he, like, wrote jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're His really hands. going on such charity now. What you're, do you mean? You're dissing Princess Di. Yeah, no, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm just saying there's more, better That's hands to cast. You know? <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, the point is this one was cast. And yeah. do you think it's worth 40 grand? 40,000 no, grand? I don't think, yeah, I think, I think you could buy a lot more cooler things. You'd probably buy some, like, you know, probably buy some feudal Japanese samurai on the 40 grand maybe like a helmet I think you could buy all sorts but I mean the point is it's on auction and people want this hand and I think it's weird that it's not being given to the family well I don't think anyone should have it it should be given to the family what are they going to do with it put it on the mantle yeah oh here's my my mother's hand yeah but they lost their mother at a young age it's 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 heartfelt it's it's quite sweet any, as I said, it could be any woman's hand. Yeah. It could be, no, I'm trying to think of a woman, but yeah, it could be a woman's hand. I know. I mean, it could even... Could be, yeah. It could be Glenn Close's hand. <laughs> that's, that's another reference. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure who Glenn Close is. I just said it. Yeah. Let's check. Who's Glenn Close? Glenn Close. Well, on that note, let's, yeah. uh, let's, let's fill some air with um, a it's new song. It's not dead air. Glenn Close. No, Glenn Close. She's an actress. There we go. Yeah. She's in... Um, Actress. Fatal Attraction, in 1987. Hook? Okay, everyone got to see Hook. I don't know if she did Hook, but... But you're, say, you're saying it, it's... Yeah, it's it, should, it, it should have been Glenn Close's hand. And he it's not worth the money, no. and it's overhyped, and people yeah, are too it's obsessed. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. too on. much. Come on. Yeah. Let's be real. Come on, guys. Let's be real, yeah. Yes, sir. Well, time for... This is a song I've been really obsessed with this week as well. You're not going to like it. No. I already not. know. It's yeah. drum and bass. Actually, it's jungle. Oh, God, Forbidden Feelings by yeah. the Archives. So strap yourselves in, guys. Get ready to yeah. hype yourself up for <laughs> Saturday. I wish. Come on, come on. There's one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's a rather personal. There is one thing. Oh, one, one thing. Oh, there's one little thing. Oh, 
Far better than feeling. Far better than feeling. Is that why you're doing? Is that why you're, is that why you're doing? Oh, there's one little thing. Far better than feeling. Is that why you're doing? Forbidden Feelings by Nia Archive. A song I've really liked this week. I've been jamming away. I have not been jamming away. That's probably as painful. You really don't. How like... long is that song? Like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's how painful it You're was. You're not a huge fan of jungle. Not really. No. Yeah. Come on. Put a bit of effort in. You know. Pick up a guitar. Yeah. Piano. Old school. Yeah. Come on. Don't be lazy. Well, we've done. We've been discussing uh, soup, soup mm, throwing, and soup uh, and Princess Diana's. There's a cast of her hand going for auction under the hammer for forty grand. Is it's, it's estimated to yes, sell sir. for. Um. Yeah, is it creepy or is it endearing? Uh, is it worth idea? Because this opens up a whole discussion of ide- idealizing and romanticizing celebrities. It's, it's weird, like having a body part, like what, something a serial killer would have. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I don't know. What happened in my house? Yeah, God knows. Yeah, I mean, it is. I do think it's. I thought it was just when I saw. It, I was like, it was bizarre. It's yeah. really, really bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> um, That's a word. Um, but yeah, here we go. So 20 years after her death, the item belonged to former Princess of Wales. Um, um, and it gained a lot of interest. And yeah, it's just last year, apparently, Charles and Diana's 1981 wedding cake sold for £1,850. A wedding cake? A wedding cake as well. It's- it's like 40 years old. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit confused at how they preserved that. Oh, they put it in glass as soon um, as they made it? How am I going to eat it? I'm actually going to just... That's really strange. It's, it's taken too far. Come on. Look. Oh Those my people. goodness. Look at that. Look at that photo. I urge anyone listening at home, go online and Google Princess Diana's and Charles's wedding cake from 1921 it looks disgusting yeah it looks terrible it's like a piece of granite why the hell would someone buy that I don't know and it sells for an unexpected price like people want this sort of thing like people have it was in a tin too much money to burn it was in a tin oh that's how they kept it they kept it in a tin tin forgot about the tin and there's even the date 29th of the the 7th 81 wow Look here, it seemed to capture a lot of people's imaginations and wallets. Yeah. Albury. £1,850 for a wedding cake that's 40 years old. It's ridiculous. And that was, um, that was last year. Like, they estimated it would be about 500 but it almost, it like tripled. Yeah. Shows how much people want this sort of, you know, paraphernalia. Ridiculous. Strange. Ridiculous. And then the hand is just like... It's the hand. It's not even, but at least it's not... It's artwork. It's not going to uh, be moldy. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, big win. But come on. It's creepy. It is a bit. Um, what are they going to use it for? Are they going to use it as a coaster? Oh, put, like, here we coffee go. mugs on it? Here we go. The, the, the cake weighs 
28 ounces, and the slice comes from one of the 23 cakes made at the wedding. Wow, 23 According cakes. to Dominic Winter Auctioners, haha. Haha, get Yeah, so it's, it's quite heavy, mm. 28 ounces. There's several of them, so they can make a lot of money, whoever did that. Whoever, it's a good idea to keep it. Well, just make up fake memorabilia of the real family and sell it. I mean, this isn't fake, but well, I'm just saying. you're saying that make, yeah, that, you make, that a could make a lot of money. Yeah. I, saw, I saw this, I saw this uh, <coughs> documentary on Netflix. It was about this, um, it wasn't Amish, it was Mormon. Mm. And he just made up a bunch of Mormon artifacts. Oh, yeah, this is where, you know, John Smith found, you know, the, the, the golden tablets. You know, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, my God, we found them. Ah, there we go. And he sold them to the, the Mormon church in, in Utah. Oh, wow. And they just, they just weren't real. And then he fake. started, like, killing off the people oh who, who like, found out it wasn't real. And this dude was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it goes... It goes Because if you think about it, the way people are with religion, it's kind of... Some people are like that with celebrities. And, yeah. like, with royal family, you know, they worship Wrongly them. Wrongly so. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. too. It's too it's too much. Right. Um, and this whole Mormon thing, it shows... It's also I actually this opens up a whole new. What do you think about um, oh the name of it completely escapes me. Um, you know when um, people uh, have like oh this is this is part of Jesus's crown yeah. of thorns. Crown of thorns, yeah. And then it goes. That's real, yeah. Yeah, but people actually have the physical. Yeah, right, it exists. What that's strange as well. That's pretty cool. It's, I, you know, it's pretty ba. I can't say it on on air, but do mm-hmm. the maths. But also, it's the same thing. It's like it's fetishizing. Really, it's a it's an artifact of Christ. But is it real? Yes, probably is. Because they have it also with you know hair. They they had stuff like too. bits of hair from John the Baptist. You know. Yeah, they got all of his fingers flown about. Yeah, if someone Which gave if is, someone gave me I John do... the Baptist's finger, the Baptist himself. I would be like, yeah, no, I'll take no, that. I, I think that's insane. Yeah, but it's like. He actually did stuff. No, you know I mean? I'm not he necessarily comparing Christ. it to Pinsteyan. I'm saying it's yeah. it's mad how people well, preserve that. that sort of thing. Yeah, they just put it in the embalmment, right? They put it in mm-hmm. embalmment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They don't ask me to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. I mean, people are getting really obsessed with it. And it's sort of like, because it's, it's kind of... People like to have is hobbies, it right, man. Is it right to sell that? Well, I had, Diana. Yeah. Well, if I had if I had one, yeah, it's it. Do one, they? I don't want it in my house. It's a weird thing to own. <laughs> Two, you're gonna find some you know monarch crazed idiot. He's got 40,000 40, burning a hole in the pocket, right? Mm. Easy forty grand, win win. It is a win. You get rid of a creepy object and you make sweet cash. Come on, yeah. Business one is it is it morally right to sell? I mean, she's. I mean, it's just an object, right? Yeah, but it's like. So it's not like a, you know. But it's so it's 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 like. It's a, not like a, it's not a birth birth certificate, <laughs> like her first memories. It should it should really be given to her children, no? I mean, yeah, give it to them. I mean, you know, come on. Do you think they'll be emotional about this? Who will? Everyone's emotional about everything these days. Harry and William. And he's Harry. You know, Harry. I don't even know where Harry is. He's gone yeah, aloof. Lot, yeah, exactly. He's, he's he's MIA. He's running. Missing in action. God knows where he is, but I mean, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know? She's oh. a dude, right? I get you. What, he, what have you done for me? Has he ever come around my house, made me a sandwich? No, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe so he, does, be, maybe he doesn't, doesn't serve the hand. No, no. I mean, no one deserves a hand. She's thrown in the ocean. 
Give it to the give it to the dogs. Give it to the dogs. Yeah, yeah don't play with that. All right. Well, the song you wanted to play, your dad, yeah, which is kind of a you know your dad, a Prince Anne and Diana. Yeah, it works. very good. It's fitting. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I didn't think about that before, but it kind of works. Now I'm thinking of it. So it kind of works. It's from a bang, and I first heard it as a, a film, "What We Do in the Shadows" by Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. the, the New Zealand director, and he stars in Ashley's oh. banging comedy, H Bomb, the Honourable H Bomb. He actually introduced me to it. Cool. Hell of a film. It's got. Um, it doesn't have. It's got. Uh, it's got Jermaine and it's got Murray from uh, Flight of the Concords. No Brits. What was the movie called? What We Do in the Shadows. About, what We Do a, in the Shadows. It's, it's a mockumentary about vampires living in New Zealand. It's a banger. You should watch it. And that's where the song's from. And this song is in like the opening credits and it is banging. Come on, let's All play right, it. All right, here we Come on. go. You're Dead by Norma... Tanega. Tanega. Love it. Let's go. Oh, it's a bit funky. Hell yeah. Great. Can't go wrong. to live long they have no use for your song you're dead you're dead you're dead you're dead and out of this world you'll never get a second chance plan all your moves in advance stay dead stay dead stay dead stay dead and out of this world run fast don't stand in the much work to be done You're down, you're down, you're down You're down and out of this world Don't ever talk with your eyes Be sure that you Sleep from the sound of their pain. Long gone, long gone, long gone, long gone, and out of this world. When you smile and it tears your face, it's time for the inhuman race. You're down, you're down, you're down, you're down, and out of this world. You're Dead by Norma Tanega. True banger. Chosen by Dominic. The Honourable Me, yeah. Never goes out of style. Never goes out of style. I really liked that song. It's a good one. I thought it was really yeah, nice. it takes you by surprise. Yeah. And what was the movie you found it from? What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi. Oh. Yeah, good guy. I'll watch that. It's a banger. 
So we've been discussing Diana's hand, cost of her hand, going for auction, uh, estimated to sell for 40 grand. And then we've also discussed, you know, soup. Vermeer's pearl earring mm. got, you know, unfortunately targeted got last blasted week. blasted by a can of soup. Yeah. You know, by. a head was glued to the frame. Oh, it's a nightmare. Brutal. And then this week, this week, what, what am I saying? Yes, this week. Two days ago. Um, two days ago, in fact, another very bizarre situation has occurred in the art world. Mm. Um we are going to be talking about Paul Allen. Paul, who, not not the Paul Allen of American Psycho, by the way. I, yeah, that is I got confused. There's no, there's no business cards. There's no seafood ceviches. There's no, no, no. eight thirty reses at Dorsia. Okay, guys, let's you know, come on, let's pay some respect. Yeah, no, it's um, and it's Paul Allen, the late Microsoft co-founder. Rest in peace. Who um, had a massive art collection, and the it's, this is record breaking. Okay? Yeah, the, the most record breaking. The record-breaking 1.5 billion mm. this his art collection got sold for just the other day two 1. days ago 1.5 billion 1.5 billion come on, dollars come on I mean that's mad it's the most mad um I'll show us, you know these are the different works um yeah. and that was dollars by the way so right. not pound um, yeah. I think pound 88 million pounds 100 mil, uh, million dollars mm. so billion say 1.3 billion in pounds Huh? 1.3 billion pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is, oh no. Ah, yeah. there we go. Boom. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm getting confused. I'm reading the wrong... Yeah, do the reading, my boy. Ah, but here we go. So the auction house said that works by Vincent van Gogh, George Surratt, Paul Gauguin, Paul Cezanne. I mean, these are all huge post-impressionists. Yeah. Gustav Klimt, the Cezanne. The biggest, the these, biggest These are some of the most popular. I mean... The most popular, yeah. Post-impressionists, yeah. not impressionists. Yeah, right. Post-impressionists are really in trend in the art world right now. They're, they're the selling, they're selling for, for, as we see, billions. Yeah. I mean, um, it's just crazy. It's the craziest. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you reckon? Do you think it's like okay for the? Is do you think it's it's kind of strange that I mean, the art world has this much money circulating around? People like art, you know. But it's that's just, it's, that's, just, it's, that's my view. They do, but I mean, it's becoming. I don't know. I mean, come big on, big bucks. This is big yeah, bucks. Yeah. I mean, he's got no use for it now, right? I think it's good. He sold, sure, I but mean, I just yeah, think maybe, it's strange. Yeah. Like, because it opens up the whole question of should art really be that you know it's that valuable in terms of cash? You know. I I, I just think it, it? I think it, it it should belong in a museum. Just that's like, what just like I Harrison think. Ford, which I've said. <laughs> Uh, I agree. I agree. Indiana Jones reference. You guys out there? Yeah, there you go. Come on, one love. Shout out, Luke at home. He knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think it should be in museums as well. Yeah. I, I don't think art should be privately owned. It should be. It should be. Really? All art. The way you said that. I have art. I like to collect art. You know what I mean? Okay, sure, but. Yeah, it's nice to own art, but maybe yeah. just get the poster. You don't need the actual thing. No, come on. People want to hold this stuff, you know? They have, want to feel it. I think at home, have the posters, the no, real the real on. deal museums for you me. You think some, you know, free. And then this whole question of which country. Is it in the country in which the artist dwelled, I lived? Or should it? is it okay that, for example, Syrah, um, his, his work is mostly in America? I think they should move it around. Like they did those uh, showcase those, it all around. So like everyone those, can see. Uh, those whales at Sea World that kept killing the owners. They kept moving around to different aquariums, and no one would catch on. Ah, that kind of vibe. They move it around. 
an exactly. organic shift. Very weird comparison, that. It's anything I think of. <laughs> no, I get I, It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, the most, the most expensive one out of this collection, <clears throat> right. which was sold, um, was Surat's 1888 work, Le Posius Ensemble. Yeah, or, um, or otherwise known as Le Posius. Le Posius. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. I mean, it's. Surat's really getting also his work selling crazy at the moment i didn't think he he's a post-impressionist he's kind of impressionist slash post-impressionist he he hung around with the impressionists but his work doesn't quite go under that category mm. he used color theory technique so he he painted scientifically he he did he studied the brain right. and the eye so that when he used color and used dots I mean, it yeah. would create you know I don't know an almost psychoactive effect. Right, all that, all those things. But I mean, I don't, I don't do know a lot about painting, but it, look, it looks nice. I'd buy that. You know but what I mean? Do you think 131 million pounds? It's very small as well. Yeah, but you know, some you know, some things. Uh, what's the saying? Like small boxes, something good about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad if it's a bit. If it's a large painting. You know, it should be worth more than a small one. Right? That's true. That's true. Boxes. I don't know. I can't remember the phrase, but something like that. Yeah. And then there was also the um, Gauguin, who's a very controversial artist. Yeah. But his work still is the top charts. It's getting yeah. sold for millions. His work got sold for ninety-three million pounds. Yeah. It's that's more than Gustav Klimt's yeah. Birch Forest. That was ninety-two million. Gauguin beat Klimt in that one. Oh, by, by a nice Millie. What about you? Do you prefer Klimt or Gauguin? Uh, Klimt's... I think Klimt is much Klimt's more Birch for I like, I like the I like Birch. I like, I don't know. His, his Birch paintings are I like gorgeous. Oak. I like Birch. Um, a good tree. Good, strong tree. Good English road. Can't go wrong. No, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Gauguin was a bit of a perv. Well, a that's what I mean. He's a very controversial figure. Yeah, if we shouldn't support him. You know, we should but his art's still selling for do you think the fact he's controversial I think we should we should we should just say like name redacted mm. we should if he signed the art we kind of just like put a bit of tape on it you know cover it up no no see should, I we disagree should burn yeah. his memory no yes because otherwise he's going to inspire other creeps who are good at no, painting no no you're wrong there yeah because it gives him it's like you know I don't know I mean yeah. it's a big one because I think Gauguin yes he was a bit of an odd sausage but he um, <laughs> <That's not statement. laughs> but he I think it just it's all about context. It needs to be contextualized, I don't doesn't know. it? It's contextually pretty creepy and that's <laughs> enough for me. Okay. Come on, I'm a decent man, I've no taste for depravity. Yeah. And this is just weird. It know? is weird. And I mean the fact this painting is so is so strange and it the painting that sold was um maternity. Yes. And it sold for ninety three million. Maternity two, by the way. Sorry. Maternity two, yeah. yeah. And it's there we go, Roman numerals. Yeah. But it's a, it's it's bizarre. I mean, Paul Paul, Paul Allen Paul had a Allen, big yeah. collection. I mean, I guess if you were a co-founder of Microsoft, you just you would. Yeah, I mean, what else are you gonna do? You know. I mean, you've got, you've got big bucks. Yeah, he's got money to spend, and he might as well spend on some paintings. I guess. I mean, should really be in a museum, though. No. Should be in a museum. Yeah, he could have. I used his money to. Could have bought a country with that kind of money. Honestly. Could have bought an island. Yeah, he could just live large. But instead he had... With the boys. But now he's, you know, now we're having to discuss why people are selling his, you know, his artwork. <laughs> like, thanks, Paul. Well, it's more it's more the 1.5 billion that shocked me. That's but what, what I if, found. But what if it was like, you know, if they sold it for a few bob down the market? I, I wouldn't be so scared. You wouldn't be? You no, wouldn't, okay, no, no. Fair enough. 
It's, it, I just think it's crazy but that it's, money is It's that an auction. Value. It's an auction. People, you know, they get their... These guys... They get carried away. It's like gambling. Away. It's like gambling. Exactly, but... Yeah. It's like a competition, is, really, isn't it? It's a competition. It's who's got the most money in the day, who's willing to go the furthest, you know, mm-hmm. who's willing to, you know, bite the tail of, of the tiger. Uh-huh. Um, and there we go. People drive up prices. They can afford it. They go for it. They go for it. They, you know what I mean? They might get, you know... They might have to be sleeping on the couch because, you know... Maybe the wife didn't approve, but who knows? But there's, say, um, you know, people would be buying this artwork. Their houses are just filled to the brim. Yeah. I mean, nice it's, it's hard to store. No? Um, I don't know, is it? You've got I a large house. You have a big house, I suppose. Yeah, go for it. You'd probably buy a house just for storing art. That's true. Come I on. mean, Paul Allen definitely could. Yeah, Paul Allen. Yeah. Well, on that note, here we go. I want to play a song by the Soup Dragons. Um, in reference to our soup shenanigan, this trend is ongoing. Mm, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll come back next week with never a whole ends. new soup thing. Even if it isn't related, even if the Snoop isn't even in. in yeah. <laughs> Snoop, <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Where'd get some? <laughs> Where'd Snoop Dogg come from? Hell yeah, I wish we can get some yeah. West Coast vibes, but. Um, oh, no. more soup. More, more soup. soup. Never ends. The soup never ends, and in, uh, in that spirit, soup dragons. I'm free. Let's go. <laughs> Don't be afraid of your freedom. <laughs>
soup dragons. I'm free in memory of this week's soup throwing mm. for Palering Vermeer. And that kind of, we're, we're reaching the end yeah. of this show. The we're done, guys. Show. We're, we're nearly there. Hell of an effort. Five minutes to six. On the clock. Yeah. Come on, guys. No, so we, what, we, what have we discussed this week? Edward Vuillard's Pink Room 1910. Mm. A nice synesthetic playlist. Hot soup being thrown at paintings, but yeah. not really mattering because there's glass on the paintings. But then it does still matter a little bit. I guess so. Whatever you say, bro. <laughs> Um, the cast, plaster cast. Mm, creepy plast, Diana's hand. Kind of creepy. Sure. Selling for 40 grand. 40 grand, 40 which I've grand, checked. 4,000 smackers. I've checked, it actually comes out to a million pesos. So oh, there we go. A million? A million pesos, there we go. Wow. Brutal stuff. That's, That's really insane. Gonna set back. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys. And then we've just sort of had a little chit-chat about Paul Allen and his... Yeah, Paul Allen. Uh, co-founder of Microsoft. He he's his whole collection of art got uh, an auction. Yeah. A couple of days ago for one point five billion. Five billion. One point five billion. Who's, who's 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 selling it? His son. I his actually, wife. His uncle. I think. Um, who's who is representing Paul? Who's taking in this one point five billion home? I think that's it's. Who we, that's I think really it's spread around. I think it's kind of spread around. Different really? people are buying different things. I don't mm. think the entire collection was bought. But it's, um, it's, no, but like it all belongs to him, right? Well, Paul Allen, yeah, it's his collection. Yes, so, but who's selling it on his behalf? Ah, I see, That's I the see. real question, because they're taking him a fat stack. They're getting paid. Come on. Oh, I... Yeah, yeah. one a billion. And it's a bit of a, you know, up yours to Paul. Yeah. Because he might not have wanted that. No, I bet in the will. I bet in the will it said, don't sell the art. <laughs> and they did. They, out, they, they wanted to spite him. Don't sell yeah. the Whatever you do, don't touch the art. Yeah. Oh. I, bet, I bet on his deathbed. Like the guy looked into his eyes. I'm gonna sell your art, Paul. Nothing <laughs> 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 you can do. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I wish. Yeah. Anyway, so this. Yeah, we're gonna finish off this show with a cheeky bit of mm. Ziggy Bowie. It's been a hell of a ride. A little bit of. We're gonna finish off with Starman. Um, because it's a Saturday. Why yeah, not? Yeah, come on, I just wanna. Starman Saturday. Shout out to the twins. Good yeah. kids. Good men. Loyal men. Um, <laughs> I trust them. But yeah, thanks a lot for joining me in conversation, Dominic. Anytime. It was great. Have a, nice have to have a little chit chat. Fun times, can't yeah. go wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Good, cool. clean fun. Yeah. Except for that wet dream song, that's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but everyone at home, thanks. This has been the Arts Hub Show. Me as we go around in conversation with Dominic. And uh, yeah, bless. join me again next week between four and six for some more more art, more tunes, more mm. chit chat. Yeah. One love. One Have love. a good one. Bye.
far out So you heard him too oh, oh. Switch on the TV He may pick him up on channel two Look out your window I can see his light If he can sparkle He may land tonight Don't tell your papa Or he'll get us locked up in guys There's a sound 